In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of this Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear brethren and dear friends, many times as a priest we are asked by people, people share with us their difficulties, including in their bodies. People suffer, people have some physical problems, a lot of people have disease, illnesses, and then they ask us, what did I do to deserve this? Why God does allow me to suffer that much? And I must tell you, the response is not easy. We do not wish to claim that all bodily ills are the result of our sins, but indeed some can be. Nevertheless, the response can be found in the Gospel. Do you remember, for instance, this part of the Gospel when we read about the man born blind? And then the Apostles even asked our Lord, was it his personal sin or the sin of his parents? Was it the reason for his disease, his blindness? And Jesus responded to them that it was neither. The response is that uh, that man was born blind so that God could manifest his goodness. We have another beautiful example in the Old Testament with uh, Job. Job who suffered all manner of evils and even his body was covered with sores. When we read the book of Job, we see that uh, he did not do anything really wrong himself, uh, but God permitted all these sufferings, all these crosses to carry, and uh, the reasons that simply because uh, his faith was tested. So to the question, what did I do to deserve this? The common answer is that uh, to all those who suffer bodily ills, uh, we must always remember that uh, we are very dear to God, but God chastises those whom he loves. We must always see in our bodies the physical indicators of the health of our souls. We know that throughout our life we have to discern all the disorders in our souls. We have to discern them and work on them so that they can be healed. We know, unfortunately, nowadays, how the modern society denies completely what is spiritual and is constantly focused on material things. But for us, as Catholics, a living and a healthy body, in a certain sense, is not enough. We are grateful to God for that, of course, but it's not enough. It's not nearly as important as a living and a healthy soul. I mean, if anyone is spiritually sick, if anyone is spiritually dead, that is, if someone is living in a state of mortal sin, what's the point of living with a healthy body? We know that our bodies have been created for our souls, and we know that every day of our lives we must live in the state of grace. This is, remember, the ticket to enter heaven. Every day we have to live in a state of grace and we have to increase in charity. Those who ever lose this state of friendship with God have a soul that only seems to be alive. 
They can do good things indeed, but they do not gain any merit for eternal life. These souls justly deserve eternal punishment of hell. We know that God gives them time to repent, but the longer they live in this state, the more difficult it will be for them to get out of it. Today, on this 18th Sunday after Pentecost, we read in the Gospel this man who is cured, this man who is healed when he was confined to his bed. What is the bed? The bed has a special symbolism in the Gospel, in today's Gospel. It symbolizes our sins, our personal sins, and mostly because so many of men's sins are committed there. We are bound to our sins, like the sick man is bound to his bed. Sinners who are also carried out by their sins, just as this sick man was carried out around on his bed. And we also see that this man was completely reliant upon his friends to be presented to Jesus. We experience that it is no longer within our power to rise up again, and we need the help of others. In other words, if someone has committed a grave sin, a mortal sin, he cannot be healed himself. He needs God's grace, and he needs the help of others. And this is why, as well, we pray for each other. Let us always remember, my dear friends, that there is no reason for us to remain in sin. It's one thing to fall into sin, but it's another one, and even graver, to remain, to live in this state of sin. There is no reason for that, of that for us. Now that Jesus has made it so easy for us to free ourselves from it, there is definitely no excuse for us ever to wait in sin or delay a necessary confession. A simple, a humble confession of our sins with true sorrow and purpose of amendment can really restore within our soul the state of grace, which is God's life, which is the life of the most great Trinity dwelling within our soul. It opens again the gates of God's grace and mercy. Let us, so my dear brethren, Therefore, sanctify our bed. That means discern all the sins to which we are unfortunately too often attached. Let us sanctify our bed even physically with prayers before and after entering. Let us often bless it with holy water. This is the spirit of penance in which we have to live every day and the spirit of daily conversion that leads us to the, intima the intimation of Jesus. This sweetness and joy is expressed in one of the most consoling words, the words that we hear each time we go to confession, each time we open our heart to God. The simple words of Christ spoken through his priest in confession, your sins are forgiven you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.